0: Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau.
1: Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. Today is part two of a great interview with author Joseph M. Leonard as he's sharing valuable information with you on how to write and publish your own books. Now, many people I've interviewed over the years have told me that, you know, they're troubled by how to go about doing this. And after our great interview with Joseph concerning his book, Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you, he offered to discuss this process with you, our listeners, to try and help you out to work through this confusing process. So this interview is just that, a way for him to help you accomplish your goal of becoming a published author. Now, if you missed any of the preceding interview in part one, you need to go back and catch up. Amen? In fact, if you missed the interview about Joseph's book, you need to go back and listen to those two episodes as well. Amen? And while you're listening, drop down to the show notes and order a copy of his book, Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you. Now, let's get back into the interview with Joseph M. Leonard. So how do you approach a publisher? I mean, you hear about, you know, writers sending out thousands of manuscripts and and waiting, checking the mailbox every single
2: day. You know, that's what we've heard. Is that what it's like? Well, now, again, if you're going to approach the other, you know, regular publisher houses, yes, that's how it works. You send it in, and you're going to have to send it in more than once because yours will be among a big stack. And if you're going to get a traditional publisher outlet, you're going to kind of need to have a series, and it's going to have to be outlined and up front for them to want to take the chance on you. Because if your first book doesn't sell, and perhaps the second in a coming trilogy, then lends you know, credence to them investing in you. That's why the self-publishing outlet is, is really for most people. And self-publishing doesn't mean, depending on the publisher, now like if you go with outskirts, you're going to do your own promoting. Um, you go with the higher end, like the Lumify or Dorrance, you will get some publicity with and through them, depending on what you arrange with them in the contract you sign with them. Uh, but when the book's done and published, you're not done. You have to do obviously like I'm doing, unless it's you know the family legacy thing where you're only planning on doing a hundred books and giving it to your family and friend. You've got to seek podcasters like you. (laughs) Yeah. To see if, you know, you'll be able to allow me to come on and have these discussions to promote the book. So when the book's done, you're not done. You've got to be your own salesman.
1: Okay, so self-publishing is probably the best option then for new writers. But do we need a website just for the book? Or can you use your personal website and and just put a page referencing the book up there? How how does that work as
2: far as promoting it? Now, again, this is a, every person's situation will be different. Now, I wanted to get my book into as many hands as possible, as quickly as possible, because like you said, it's a timely book and people need to read it now. (laughs) As a, you know, it'll still be relevant next year and the year after that, but it has the most importance for impact now. So yes, I put up a website specific to the book, and my publisher put up Joseph Leonard us. And again, there's no Owen Leonard. Uh, it's on my zoom there. I'm assuming people can see the name well, it'll be an Joseph- audio.
1: This is audio only podcast. Oh, is
2: it okay? They'll, <laughs> they'll
1: see the name. They'll have the, the your name is all over.
2: Had I know that I would have stayed in my days for the interview. <laughs> that I got dressed for this for That's audio right. only. <laughs> hey, me too. Yeah. But seriously, <laughs> so it depends on you and your book. If it's a story that is pure fiction, whereas my book, you know, entails in some facts, and some history. If it's a story that reads just as well 10 years from now as it does today, then you don't necessarily need the hard sell of your own website right now. And it depends on you, like I'm a political activist. I write blogs. So I tease my book In my online blogs. So, yeah, if you have a personal website that has a following, or you write on a website somewhere that gives you some audience, then, yeah, teasing your book and maybe putting a few paragraphs up there and where they can find the book can work for you. It all depends on your particular situation. And whether you're, uh, you know, you want to get in and try to get a lot of sales immediately, or if you're booked, you know, you're fine with, you know, selling the copies over a 10-year period of time. So that will all depend on you and your situation. And again, if you want to go to tierstrikes.info and hit the contact tab, and give me your specifics, Uh, perhaps give me your phone number, I'll be willing to have a personal phone conversation with you. Amen. Amen. You know, most of the publishers, like Dorrance or Illumify, they will only publish your book if, indeed, you're ready. You know, they're willing to have free consultations with you online, like via Zoom, like we're having right now. They'll have some conversations and even help you develop your book. So perhaps, let's go back to the earlier question, when do you seek out a publisher? Perhaps you've got just three quarters of a book and you're feeling writer's block. You can approach Illumify Media and Michael will help you Break that writer's block and perhaps give you suggestions so you can send him an incomplete manuscript and he can help give you ideas to finish that as a publisher, as, you know, a free service to help you along. And then when you're ready, go into the details and the costs associated with the self-publishing contract. Amen.
1: Now, so we we've gone through the character development, writing the book, editing the book, and now you know we're talking about getting it published. So now it comes time to promote the book. Okay, and you hear about you know authors having book signings and hundreds of people lining up outside the door to have the autograph copy and all that. Uh, is that the way it is, and how do you get those book signings and those promotions and and you know what's what's the best process for doing that?
2: Yeah, a lot of elbow grease, a lot of groundwork. Uh, the first promotion is to seek out podcasts to reach out. Yeah, hey, I'm so and so. I just wrote a book. It's about this, I think it would be a good discussion on your show. What do you think and you know develop a relationship like you and i have and don't don't push it you know if they say ah, i don't think you're fit just move on don't try and force it don't try and ram it down their throat no 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 here's really why you gotta have me on now don't go that way to go on the shows that are friendly you know, that want to have you, (laughs) that fit your book. Uh, My book, like we discussed before, is Christian, but not. Mm -hmm. It's got Christian values in it. So your show is, you know, a good fit for our conversation and then us discussing this. As far as bookstores and signings, well, if you find the right publisher, you can potentially contract that in for them to help you find some bookstores if you're willing to try to do book signing. But those days are pretty much reserved for known people. Again, a celebrity who has you know a certain amount of gravitas and attraction already. Uh the average person, I've not done an at bookstore signing. And If one opportunity comes up, I will certainly take it, but it's not the avenue I'm going down. And for most first-time publishers, it's not going to be, except for maybe some local bookstores. Again, you walk in, can I talk to the owner? I have a book. I'll give you a couple copies. And if they sell, then you'll see there's a market. Would you have me back? We can do a book signing. That's the approach for that. And if you get a few under your belt, then if you do have your own website, you can promote that you've done that. And that will help then be able to expand to more bookstores to do that. But that's not really the avenue of first-time booksellers going to do unless if their book starts selling like gangbusters. If you get a bookstore somewhere who happens to pick up your book and they're selling copies, hand over fist, they're going to approach you. So your main promotion is online and through podcasts.
1: Okay. So do you need a publicist? And what's the difference between a publicist and a
2: publisher? Oh, well, yeah, let me go into that. And that's a very good question. Let me add one other thing. And one of the reasons why I set up my own book site errorstrikes.info, is uh, once your book is published, most of the self-publishers will arrange to get it on Amazon for you. And once it's on Amazon, usually books a million and others will automatically pick it up. Uh, but since book signings aren't in the cards for most first-time authors, I put up my website so if someone wants a autographed copy of my book and it's nice to have an autographed copy of a book rather than just the book you could go to my website and buy direct to get an autographed copy Uh, and and these days too with the price of gas uh, and travel you're it's just not realistic to do a lot of in-store book signings but a publicist is strictly a promoter Uh, Now, some of the publishing companies will offer a certain degree of publicist-like activity for you. Now, Illumify, I have contracted with them because they have the contacts. I don't, obviously. They are going to send out letters like a publicist would on my behalf regarding my book to bookstores. Then, if bookstores respond to me, it's up to me to follow up. They will send out uh, emails on my behalf to book reviewers, and then book reviewers will or will not get back to me if they're interested. And it's up to me to follow up. But uh, of okay. course, that's only for a short amount of time. Right. A publicist. You would contract for a long period, and I would imagine it's not in my budget, (laughs) and it won't be in most other people's budget. But if you can afford a publicist, definitely go that route, because a publicist is dedicated to publicizing not just your book, but you yourself as an author. And they have the connections that none of us have to magazines, to potentially, to to approach a magazine. Hey, this author in this book, you know, fits your publication. Would you do a review? Or here's a write-up, a ready-made write-up. Would you publish this? So a publicist is a good thing to have, but generally only celebrities with, you know, millions of dollars coming in can afford them.
1: Amen. Well, that takes us to the most important question of all. Can you become rich by publishing your own book?
2: Well, I would like to hope so. (laughs) You know, it's few and far between those of us who are going to become the next Tom Clancy. Or Stephen King. Let's be honest. You gotta be realistic. You're probably not gonna get rich off your book. It depends on your goal. If you have a story to tell and want to share it, look at it from the personal accomplishment standpoint. Uh it's something you get to achieve for yourself. And frankly, a whole lot of other people uh I what 99.99999% of people will never ever be a published author. So, even if you have a, a, a book uh, that will only sell uh, a few thousand copies, that is still a great personal accomplishment to have. And again, going back to one of the things I said, perhaps. You can write a book somehow related to your work or your industry, not a technical manual, but a story regarding people in your industry and tips and tricks of your trade that you could put in it that you would sell. That gives you then a certain amount of gravitas within your industry uh now like i could have wrote a book on information technology uh i'm i'm not looking for another information technology job. But if you're in your 30s and 40s and you write a book associated with your industry that can help your bottom line salary negotiations mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Amen. because you have that whereas others don't and if you can't get more where you're currently working uh, it can help you find a better paying job within your same industry because you've got that in your hand as a certain extra selling point. Uh, most people won't ever have, yeah,
1: amen. And you know, I've used this uh, concept, I, I know some friends of mine that have used this concept where you know they wrote a book on a particular topic, like you know, I, I speak it. Various conferences on podcasting, you know, and things like that as well, because my military and uh, law enforcement background, I speak on leadership, leadership training, and you can use your book to open doors for speaking engagements. Yes. Uh, And, you know, a lot of times, sometimes the speaking engagement, the the person setting it all up, they'll uh, give you an opportunity to sell your books at that event. Or if they're, you know, they tell you, well, we don't pay our speakers, they say, okay, that's fine. I can still come speak, but you're going to have a gift bag to give everyone, right? I would like to, you know, if you could buy, you know, if you're expecting a thousand people, say, I can give you, you know, a thousand books at X amount of dollars. And then, you know, you can put those right in the gift bag and and you put it, you know, like a dollar over your cost or whatever like that. And exactly. Now they're distributing these things, and you made if there's a thousand people and they bought you, you know, they bought a thousand books. There's a thousand dollars. You're at least going to get to help cover your expenses and things like that. But now you're opening up new doors, new contacts, new networks, and get invited to speak elsewhere. And some of these are paid gigs and all that. And it all started by using your book as basically a business card.
2: And exactly it's a big expanded business card exactly. and unfortunately with the wuhan virus and all that paranoia yeah. is still going on oh yeah uh, speaking engagements are down because yeah
1: i was doing uh six seven a year uh Prior to 2020.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And I had six or seven that got canceled in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and they're still not really opening back up yet. I've been doing a lot of virtual ones, but uh but that's funny. Hey, Amen. Uh, yeah. Joseph, this has been such an informative interview. And I appreciate you pulling back the curtain a little bit and giving our listeners a firsthand look, you know, really inside the book writing and publishing industry. But I want to direct our listeners that may not have heard about you know our, our interview about your book, Terror Strikes Coming Soon to the City Near You, to use the link down below to order your book, to use the links to, to listen to your interview where we discuss your book in detail. And if someone wanted to reach out to you to, to ask a question, maybe do an interview such as this, how can they do that? And how can someone get in touch with you and order your book?
2: Well, the easiest way, because I'm certainly not going to give my phone number out. <laughs> Although some a lot of I am in the phone book, or, well, the phone book doesn't really exist anymore. But <laughs> you can find my phone number if you really want to go looking for it. But uh, because of my political involvement, uh, I get death threats, so I certainly don't volunteer my phone number. But the easiest way is through the website. Terror Strikes the contact tab then I get an email. If you want to provide your phone number, I'll happily call you back.
1: Amen. Amen. (laughs) I'll put all that in the links down below. Folks, that book the Lord has put on your heart is closer than you may realize to being published. You have to take the first step. And I pray the information that Joseph M. Leonard has shared has spurred your, your thought processes to the point where you're now willing to obey the Lord and, and get this book written, published, distributed to the world, and be a blessing to someone somewhere. Joseph, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to come back on and just bless our listeners with this information. I I, I know they've, that someone somewhere have, has found it valuable,
2: and I appreciate your time. I certainly hope so. Uh because uh, I feel like this book was put upon me to do, and it's also put upon, some of the sub themes will help people, and it's put upon me to help others in any way I can, and and hopefully indeed that this will indeed help them. And if, uh, if you're a Christian author, If you're writing a Christian book, I do highly recommend Illumify Media because it is run by Christians. And a lot of their books, if you go to IllumifyMedia.com, you'll see under the catalog, you'll see that there are a lot of Christian books on there. So, And again, if you're only three quarters of the way through and you're stuck, Mike can potentially help you because there's a, you know, they're all Christians there at Illumify and they have be happy to help you get your Christian book
1: out. Amen, amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Joseph M. Leonard and myself, this Pastor Bob Robyni, be blessed in all that you do.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published.